night guys let's talk about seasonal resources so i feel like i need to do a little correction because i've mentioned many times the seasonal resources are maybe not always the best option and so i want to backtrack a little bit so that i can clarify because i feel like that's kind of come off a little bit badly um and what i really want to tell you is that i love seasonal resources one they are just so much fun um two seasonal resources are great because you have a really defined amount of time where you can promote them so sometimes you can promote you can forget to promote your evergreen things but you never forget to promote those halloween lessons or easter lessons or whatever it is that you've got going on um and number three seasonal products can make you a lot of money Seriously, if I look at my calendar and I notice that there's kind of a dip in sales at a certain time, I usually, the first thing I'll do is look for a seasonal product that can go with that time of year because it will boost sales so much if done correctly. Now, the reason I get concerned about seasonal products is kind of twofold. Number one is that when you do seasonal products, you have to get them out early so if you are making a you know halloween resource and you get it out on october 30th that's not helpful because no one's gonna be able to buy it before halloween also i apologize for rain and thunder that you hear in the background but you know we're just we're just going with it anyway no one's gonna be able to buy it before halloween so if you are doing seasonal resources you need to make sure you are planning ahead and thinking through so that people have time to purchase them before they get done this is especially important when you're thinking about like christmas or kwanzaa or stuff like that that's in december because most u.s schools are out of school for the last two weeks in december so if you're thinking oh i have these holiday resources that i want to make and schools aren't in session the last two weeks of december typically people do their lesson planning, you know, like Friday ahead or Monday the week of for that week. So like this week is planned, you know, the week before. And so it very quickly gets to the point where if you are not ahead, then you just won't be able to sell anything. So that is one of my main concerns with seasonal resources. If you're going to do them, you need to make sure you are getting them done early. And we'll talk about how early soon. Along with that, um, my other concern is that if you especially don't have a ton of products this can be not wasting valuable time but it can distract you from other products that you might need to create that are more evergreen so the main concern with this is that seasonal products only really sell during their season now there's gonna be one random sale in the middle of the year when you're like it's february why are you buying halloween stuff it's weird but for the most part you're going to sell halloween stuff in october and you're going to sell thanksgiving stuff in november and so if you are making a whole bunch of seasonal products they're only really relevant for a few weeks of the year so think of it this way if you have 25 products but 10 of them are christmas products 
The rest of the year, you only have 15 products that people can purchase. So even though, yes, you have more products than that, you really only have 15 the rest of the year for people to buy because they're not gonna buy the Christmas resources when it's not Christmas. So that's my other concern with seasonal products. I've seen some of your stores actually have gone to your stores when you message me and I'll look at them and sometimes I see things like that where I'm like, okay, you know, you have this many products, but you only have this many that are even potentially gonna sell right now. And so like that can be a big concern. So do be aware if you don't have a ton of products, I wouldn't spend tons and tons of time working on seasonal resources. Instead, I'd work more on evergreen and maybe do one or two seasonal resources. Cause again, they're not gonna be good all year round. With that being said, we're gonna talk in this video about how to make sure that you are making seasonal products that are not gonna waste your time and that are actually going to sell. Because like I said, seasonal products are like, game changers. They can be so good if you just let them. So make sure that you follow these little tips to help your seasonal resources do really well. Also, did we notice the candy corn earrings? I seriously thought about doing each of these points dressed as a different holiday or season. So it's going to do like fall and then do like my Christmas sweatshirt and then do like you know, I don't know, something green for St. Patrick's Day. Um, but I thought that might be a little overkill and way too much work. So instead we're just going with like total fall theme here. Um, and so let's get started. Um, so the first thing you wanna do when you are making seasonal resources that are gonna actually sell is follow the data. Are you sick of hearing me say that yet? I think I've said it in every video for like the past month. When you're gonna go to make any products, but especially seasonal products, you wanna make sure they're seasonal products that are going to sell. And so what you should do is look through your products and see what is selling so that you can see what might potentially sell seasonally. For example, I know that personally, my print and go sub plans do really well. And so one year I made a print and go nutcracker sub plants like the nutcracker ballet which is a christmas ballet because a lot of elementary music teachers teach the nutcracker during december and so i used that and they sold really well they actually still sell very very well and so what i did there is i followed the data i said okay my print and go sub plans do really really well let's make a christmas version of them because I knew that those subplans were doing really well, I knew that the Christmas version was also going to do very well. And so I knew that ahead of time that was going to make me money. We have a visitor. Hello. So make sure you're going with the data and you're looking at what is actually gonna sell so that you know what's going to sell and you're not, again, wasting your time on things that are not gonna sell. That kind of ties into number two, which is see if you can go with something that you're already doing. This is where seasonal products get really magical. If you have a product line, see if you can take that product line that's already selling well and make a fall version of it or make a St. Patrick's Day version of it or make an Easter bunny version of it and just update what you already have done but for a specific holiday or season because a lot of times people are looking for you know first grade spring centers for math and they're looking specifically for things that are holiday themed or seasonal themed and stuff like that. So if you can take what you already sell a lot of and make it into something that's seasonal, then you have a lot less work to do 
and people can buy it because it's seasonal and it's fun and they will not notice that it is pretty much the same thing. So one example of this in my shop is that I sell a lot of uh, matching games where I have little puzzle pieces that you match and I have all sorts of different versions and I also have a lot of seasonal ones. So I have matching pumpkins and I have matching snowmen and I have matching a bunch of other things and so that is one way i already had it and pretty much all i had to do was change out the clip art to make the seasonal version of it so it was not a ton of time on my part and people still make them and still buy them because they're fun because you know there's a valentine's version and there's all different things that can be fun all year round so that's a really simple way that i have found to do that if you have you know worksheets that sell really well see if you can make worksheets but pumpkin themed or worksheets but Santa Claus themed or you know whatever it is that you're going to make for whatever season it is see if you can take what's already have what's already selling and make it into a seasonal product you could also potentially make that into a product line because again you can make it for all of the seasons so it doesn't have to be just fall you can do fall and winter and spring and summer or you can do you know like ocean themed and um polar bear themed or whatever you want to do but you can make them so that they all work for different seasons and then people can buy like all of them because they all match and they're all cute and they all go with the standards that they're working on next up is i want you to think about longer holiday seasons versus short holiday seasons so some holidays are celebrated for like a day maybe a week and other holidays are celebrated for like a month or other seasons are celebrated for like a month or two or three months because you know seasons are three months long so if you focus on those longer term seasons that's actually going to do a lot better than if you have like one day things so one example here in the u.s is veterans day veterans day is where we celebrate veterans people who have been in the military and veterans day is like a day a day that we actually have off of school so we're not even in school so teachers might be teaching something about veterans day for like a day maybe two days maybe a whole week if you're like in a really military town which i feel like would be my town so i don't know why we don't spend more time on it i don't know on the other hand fall resources can sell from september all the way through november that's way longer you know three months versus like a day or a week is a huge 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 difference so if you can focus on like seasons or things that are celebrated for longer like you know christmas holiday season you know or like summer vacation as kind of like the end of the school year kind of season things like that are going to do a lot better or also you can look into months so like hispanic heritage month black history month jazz month all of those like monthly themes all of those monthly themes can also do really well to kind of extend things longer than they would be if it's just like a veterans day or a labor day or stuff like that so think through like longer term seasons longer time periods where that same resource can sell for a longer amount of time than something that's shorter next up when you have these seasonal resources see if you can do a seasonal bundle so if you have a bunch of fall resources make a fall math centers bundle or if you have a bunch of you know christmas resources make a christmas bundle if you have a bunch of springtime resources make a springtime bundle or a st patrick's day bundle or whatever because once teachers buy you know one thing then they can then go and buy all the bundles you know i'm a huge fan of bundling the other thing is that you can add kind of related resources that aren't as openly 
holiday themed. So for example, I have some things in my TPT shop that are like pumpkins. I have some things in my TPT shop that are more like Halloween. So like there's a song called Witch Witch that um, is about witches and it is much more Halloween-ish because it's about witches. So I have like a slideshow and everything and the slideshow looks very like, you know, Halloween-y. Um, versus I also have a game called Feed the Monster that's like cute little monsters that are all colorful. I have like a candy game that isn't openly Halloween-ish, but it's candy. And so I can take all those things and bundle them all together and call it a Halloween bundle. And only one of them is like outwardly Halloween-ish. The rest of them are just kind of like fall, they're just kind of seasonal, but one of them is like Halloween-ish. But all together, with the monsters and the pumpkins and the witches, it feels very Halloween-ish and they all can work for Halloween. So I can bundle those all together even though some of them are longer term and some of them are shorter term, call them all the same thing. You could do the same thing in winter so you can have like some winter resources and then maybe a couple Christmas resources, maybe a couple Hanukkah resources, bundle them all together and call it a holiday bundle. Then you can also have a winter bundle if you have enough winter things and things like that like you can add more stuff into bundles that are maybe not quite as outwardly related but could be associated with that season or that holiday so think about bundles and think about how to like bundle creatively and the last point is that you need to market, market, market. Make sure that you are telling people about your resources. You wanna make sure that you are out there telling people about your resources. So using Pinterest, using your blog, using your YouTube channel, using your Instagram, using whatever it is that you have. No, you do not have to have all of those things, but you should have some sort of way that you can market your resources so that people know that you have them available. Because seasonal resources are seasonal, you only have a short window of time in which to market them and in which to talk about them. But it also means that it's kind of okay to talk about them a lot. And so you can bring them up and you can talk about them quite a few different times and people will not get sick of them because they're looking for things that are perfect for right now. So make sure that you are marketing those things and make sure that you are marketing early. So now we've come full circle back to my first point, which was make sure that you are getting these things up early. How early, you may ask? Well, that depends. So in the internet world, you can kind of split things up into like SEO based stuff and then like social kind of stuff. So SEO based stuff are things like your blogs, your YouTube channels would kind of go in there, Pinterest, that kind of stuff. And those things take longer for you to rank. So when it comes to SEO, what they say is to do like three months in advance. Um, some people are like really on it and I've seen Christmas stuff in July because they're trying to get those things in SEO to rank. Um, personally, I am not that on top of things. So I will typically do what like maybe one or two months ahead on Pinterest. Um, my blog, my basic blogging philosophy is actually to post things timely and then try to see if they'll rank next year. So like last year I posted a like Halloween activities a couple weeks before Halloween and then this year I want it to rank. And the reason is because I'm sending my blog directly to my email list. So if it's too early, they won't read it. But for it to rank in SEO does take a little bit longer. So if I was trying to get it to rank for SEO for this year that I would want to get it out at least three months ahead of time. So it has some time to gain some traction. 
Now for other things that are more instantaneous, things like email, social media, that sort of stuff, then you really want to do it closer to the time. So a couple of weeks ahead, maybe two to three weeks ahead, maybe a month ahead that you start talking about it, just kind of depending on what it is. And if it's something longer like fall or like, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month, those things you are free to talk about like during the month. So for me, for Hispanic Heritage Month, I've been sending pretty much every email talks about a Hispanic song, a Hispanic game, a Hispanic this and that. And I'm really focusing on it for the month. I didn't talk about it a lot beforehand because again, it's a whole month. So you have a little bit of a longer time. Um, on the other hand, when it comes to like Halloween is coming up, I'm not going to talk about Halloween until we get, you know, two to three weeks out in my email. I'll start sending stuff about Halloween, probably closer to three, because again, teachers have to plan ahead. Um, but I'm not going to do it like more than a month ahead because that's a little ridiculous. Same thing with social media. Oh my gosh, y'all. Did you, maybe this was just people I follow, but there were like four different people that I follow that like in August were posting Halloween outfit ideas. And I was like, it is a thousand degrees outside. I am not thinking about Halloween. Although I say that, but I'm pretty sure last year I wore a tank top and shorts on Halloween. Um, so it's, it's a little weird on social media and on email and stuff like that. When you send things out too early is my point. So even though that could be good for SEO, it's a little bit weird as far as social goes because social is more instantaneous. So for social media, start talking about things two to three weeks ahead, definitely the week of so that you're really, you know, getting things out there. But again, remember teachers have to plan ahead, which means you have to plan ahead as well. With all of that being said, you're probably thinking, Hey Becca, when should I post my seasonal resources? Um, so again, TPT is a search engine. So in a perfect world, you would get those things out, you know, like three months ahead. Um, but if we're honest, your girl is not that good at planning ahead um, because I just have so many things that I want to do. So I am not someone who makes my products three months ahead of time. And instead I shoot for about one month ahead. So if I have a Halloween resource, I want to get it out end of September. If I have Christmas resources, I want them to be out beginning of November, um, stuff like that. If I, you know, I think I had like my St. Patrick's Day, I had a new St. Patrick's Day resource this year and I got it out like very, very end of February, I think. And so stuff like that, I kind of shoot for a month-ish ahead is kind of my goal because I just know myself and I know that I'm not gonna wanna work on St. Patrick's Day stuff in January. Um, so instead that's kind of where I land on that. Now, do be aware that if you want to write a blog post about it, you also need to, you know, think about all of those things and think about how long it's going to take a blog post to rank and think about, you know, there's a lot to think about based on your individual situation. So think through all of it and try for about a month ahead, at least three weeks ahead. If you get into two weeks ahead of whatever it is, it's a little bit too close for a holiday. That being said, again, with longer term things like Hispanic Heritage Month, fall, spring, those kind of things, you can do them 
closer to the time or at the beginning of the time. So like I'm still posting fall resources at the end of September. Um, I'm planning to get them all out by like the first week or two of October, but then they can still sell for all of October, all of November. So I figure that's an okay amount for me to get done. But when it comes to things like Thanksgiving, I want it done by the end of October. So it's got plenty of time to be done because Thanksgiving's, you know, a shorter time span. So you got to think what season am I after? How long are people celebrating it for? And then figure out when you need to get it done by. The main thing being if it's a Thanksgiving resource and you post it the week before Thanksgiving, it's probably not going to get a lot of sales because like we have the whole week off for Thanksgiving. So like I'm not planning anything for that week. So, you know, things like that. You got to, you really got to think ahead about those sorts of things and just, you know, when are teachers going to be planning? When do I need to get it out for it to actually sell well? this year and I don't have to like wait a whole year to make any sales. All right, friends, I hope that that was helpful as far as seasonal resources go and clears things up. I love seasonal resources, but if you are brand new and have no resources, maybe only do one or two so that you can focus on things that are good all year round. Um, if you have any questions, leave them down below or send me a message over on Instagram. It's at becca.e.davis. I apologize. That's slightly obnoxious, um, but that's what it is. So you can head over there and check that out. And that's all I've got. So thank you guys so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye.